0: Energy drinks, they are skyrocketing in popularity as people look to increase energy and sharpen mental alertness. Second only to the multivitamin market, energy drinks are the next most popular dietary supplement consumed by American teens and young adults. In fact, about a third of teens drink them regularly. High amounts of caffeine and sugar or sugar alternatives are the key ingredients in energy drinks, you know this, along with other stimulants, such as guarana, taurine, and L-carnitine. And these drinks are a concern not just because they contain sugar and caffeine, but because they have so much excessive sugar and caffeine that they can cause both short-term and long-term health problems. Join me today as I reveal the best and the worst energy drinks along with terrific alternatives to boost your energy while improving your health. Hey there, welcome to the Pretty Well Podcast. Do you wanna know how to eliminate exhaustion, brain fog, and bloating? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling, why am I so tired? Are you over being told that nothing's wrong with you and your symptoms are just a sign of aging? Hey, I'm Lisa Smith. Functional medicine dietitian with a thriving holistic health practice, and I've been there, overwhelmed, in pain, and defeated when my doctors insisted that nothing was wrong with my health. But I knew something wasn't right and desperately wanted to find root cause solutions to feel like myself again, but it seemed impossible, so I took matters into my own hands and researched holistic health solutions to my exhaustion, inflammation, and gut problems. And now, I want to share these life-changing solutions with you. In this podcast, you will find that radical health transformation comes from small steps in learning the right foods and nutrition for you, healing your gut and dialing in your mindset so that you will be feeling better than ever. Well, hey, welcome back to the Pretty Well Podcast. I'm Lisa Smith, and today we're talking about the good, the bad, and the monster. We're talking about energy drinks today. You know, we're all so busy. We have so much on our plates. It's, it's a fast pace we live in. And I just talked about that last week with adrenal fatigue. And we all know the pressure, a long drive home from somewhere, cramming before a big test or a big meeting, having too much on your to-do list and not enough sleep the night before. We all have those times where we need that extra surge of energy. So it would make sense logically to potentially reach for an energy drink. And if you've ever thought this, you are not alone. Consumption of energy drinks is going through the roof. I have some statistics from 2017. The energy drink market was a little over $11 billion a year. Then in 2021, it was just about $14 billion per year. I can only imagine it skyrocketed up from there in the past year or so. If you've ever wondered what's in these drinks, well, I've got you covered today. We're gonna unpack this and go through whether or not energy drinks are a good choice, and if they are, then which ones are the best choice. So I'm gonna go through the worst, the best, and some other alternatives when you really need a little extra boost, and let's be honest, Don't we all sometimes need that extra boost? So what are some of the common ingredients in energy drinks? And then what do they do? Well, it'll come as no surprise to you that the most common source of energy in those is caffeine. And in some cases, very high doses of caffeine, of course, lots of sugar. Some of them have astronomical amounts of sugar. And while those ingredients can give you quite a boost, it comes at a cost. So what kind of cost does it come with? These drinks can severely change your gut diversity and the gene expression of your intestinal bacteria. So practically speaking, what does that mean? For our best health, we want very diverse intestinal bacteria. We want lots of different kinds of strains, lots of different types of intestinal bacteria. This helps our immunity. It helps our gut brain connection. It helps keep our inflammation levels low. It helps to keep our energy levels high, our hormones balanced. I could go on and on why that diversity is so important. These drinks significantly reduce that diversity, which causes the opposite of all the things I just mentioned, and it's been shown to be related to increased risk of obesity and metabolic syndrome. And that metabolic syndrome is a combination of symptoms that include overweight and obesity, high blood pressure, high triglycerides, high waist hip circumference, all the things that lead us to being less healthy. Interestingly, there was a study done in 2020 that linked energy drinks with changes in the gut that were precursors to gastric cancer. So let's talk about the top five concerns with energy drinks. First of all is the caffeine amount. Everyone breaks down caffeine at different rates. Some people break it down more quickly. Some people break it down more slowly. And people who break down caffeine slowly, those are the people who say, I just, I have to do herbal tea. Like I cannot do any caffeine. I get jittery. I get anxious. I can't get it out of my system. Those folks may even have trouble sleeping and truly feel anxious all day if they have caffeine. Some people actually get, an irregular heart rhythm after drinking high amounts of caffeine. So caffeine is kind of a mixed bag. Some people are totally tolerant of it and have no problems whatsoever. But let's talk about specifically to energy drinks. The caffeine content in energy drinks ranges between 80 and 300 milligrams, depending on what product we're talking about and how big it is. In teenagers, research has shown that as little as 100 milligrams of caffeine can actually cause high blood pressure in adolescents. Now, adults seem to have more tolerance to caffeine, probably because our years of drinking it, but adults can have up to a few hundred milligrams or so and not really have many negative side effects. But with adolescents, that's not always the case. In addition to the caffeine content in these energy drinks, some of them have other stimulants that are considered supplements, so they're not regulated. Things like guarana, taurine, and some of these other stimulants as well. Another concern is that caffeine is dehydrating. A lot of times people drink these energy drinks when it's hot and they're thinking, I'll just grab a cold energy drink, I'll quench my thirst and we'll get an energy boost. But what happens is they can be very dehydrating. They're kind of used as a sports drink energy booster, but they don't hydrate like an electrolyte sports drink. Another concern is some of the reactions that have been reported ranging from dizziness, lightheadedness, headaches, nausea, abdominal pain, even vomiting and diarrhea, to things like depression, anxiety, and then things like high blood pressure, high heart rate, hyperventilating, tremors, and involuntary muscle contractions, and even convulsions. There's some pretty big concerns for sure. I mentioned a minute ago how energy drinks are often labeled as supplements and therefore they're not regulated by the FDA. So they'll have other ingredients in them. I mentioned guarana a minute ago, but they also have things like carnitine, ginseng, taurine, other things that when you combine those together with high doses of caffeine, that hasn't been studied. We don't know what that does to the body. These next two are really big, especially because young adults tend to, to be a very big market for these energy drinks, but energy drinks combined with alcohol are a really dangerous combination. And there are a couple of reasons for this. First of all, they both are diuretics. So they both increase dehydration and heart problems. But secondly, teenagers, young adults will do this when they're partying. And so they are likely to think because of the high caffeine content that they're more sober than they actually are. So they tend to misjudge their ability to drive a car. They misjudge their reaction time and their judgment time, which leads them at higher risk of making poor decisions because they feel more in control because of the caffeine. Yet the alcohol has already started to impair their judgment. Another really big concern is when combined with Adderall, energy drinks can be deadly. Many young people who take Adderall don't have a prescription for it they're taking it without medical supervision. And then it is already a potent stimulant and it is not meant to be taken with other stimulants. But then when people take it with energy drinks, it can be very harmful. One of the most concerning aspects of energy drinks, aside from the other risks I've just mentioned, is something called the crash and burn effect. While energy drinks give that initial strong boost of energy, The effects tend to be short-lived and people's body develop more and more tolerance to them. But as someone's body processes the high caffeine and the high sugar amounts, there's this sudden energy burst, but it's followed by a fairly quick energy crash, which leaves people feeling wiped out, irritable, with pretty significant brain fog. So what does this crash end up doing? It ends up leading to a craving for more energy drinks and more sugary foods to bring those energy levels back up because the crash feels so bad. And what happens is it turns into this unhealthy cycle of dependence. So you need the energy boost from the energy drink, from the caffeine and sugar. You get this huge spike and followed by this terrible crash, followed by the need to have more because you don't want to be in the crash. Not only does it cause this cycle of dependence, but it also negatively impacts overall health and well being and productivity. Because when you hit that crash, you can't be very productive at all. It also has been shown to mess up people's sleep cycle. Let's talk about the worst of the worst in terms of energy drinks. Number one, two, and three, they're all equally bad from what I can tell, are Monster Red Bull and Rockstar. They're all super high in caffeine levels. They're all super high in sugar or artificial sweeteners, which also cause health risks and health effects. There's another one that is also in the same camp, five hour energy shots. That one actually might be the worst of all because it's just a shot, but it gives 200 milligrams of caffeine in one shot. And what that does to your body is it's This intense jolt of caffeine that causes your adrenals to pump out a lot of stress hormone cortisol because it's it's like this smack in the face of caffeine and then all your body responds and it can result in caffeine overdose, extreme anxiety and jitteriness, heart palpitations, increased blood pressure. And the other thing about these five-hour energy shots, first of all, they're just junk. They should be banned in my opinion, but they have niacin and niacin is vitamin B3, but they can get an overload of niacin as well. And what happens if you get too much niacin at once, it's called a niacin flush. And what happens is the skin will get bright red and it can get itchy and tingling, especially in your face, but it can be all over. Tons of caffeine, niacin overload. In these five-hour energy shots and then very very common people feel restless they feel like they can't get out of their own skin they feel anxious and nervous so those are the top four that you want to avoid monster red bull Rockstar, and five-hour energy shots just don't even consider those now another one celsius is actually marketed as a healthier energy drink Though it contains artificial sweeteners, it, ca- it contains sucralose, and then it has taurine and then another stimulant called glucuronolactone. Glucuronolactone. I didn't know if I could get that out, <laughs> but this is kind of interesting. A medical review was written that said there may be risks to the adolescent brain with that combination of ingredients. So it's not recommended for children through teenagers. So Celsius, even though it's marketed as being healthier, that one's on the bad list, the good, the bad, and the monster. Well, monster goes under the bad list too. Let's look at some other alternatives because let's be honest. Sometimes we do want some extra caffeine. We turn to a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. So what are some healthier energy drink alternatives? There are a couple better energy drinks. Rowdy Energy, it has about 160 milligrams of caffeine per can, and it has electrolytes. So it gives a quick response of energy from the caffeine, but it also gives you the sustainable energy throughout the day. And it isn't dehydrating like other energy drinks because it has the electrolytes in it. So I don't recommend that you drink any energy drink every day, but Rowdy is definitely a better choice than Monster, Red Bull, Rockstar, 5-hour energy shots, or Celsius. Another one is Runa, R-U-N-A, clean energy. That's made from an herb, I might butcher this, it's gaiusa leaf, and it gives also a boost to caffeine. It has 150 milligrams. It also has antioxidants and it doesn't have excessive sugar. One thing I like about it too, it's fair trade and organic. So Runa is definitely another alternative in the energy drink category. That's still truly an energy drink, but it doesn't have all the garbage that the other ones have in it. And then the last one that's a decent alternative is Zevia energy. You might be familiar with Zevia. It is a soda sweetened with with Stevia. That's a pretty decent alternative to sodas, but they also have Zevia energy. And that gives about 120 milligrams of caffeine. And then it, it again, is sweetened with stevia and some of them have erythritol in them, which is, those are natural sugar alternatives. They're much better than sucralose, aspartame, NutraSweet, all those things. If you're just looking for an energy boost, but you really don't care about energy drinks, what are some great alternatives? Well, of course, coffee. And I've covered that in a previous episode. There are some great antioxidant benefits to coffee. And believe it or not, when you have a little protein with your coffee, it boosts that antioxidant content and the availability in your body. But in addition to that, I got to tell you my all-time favorite, and that's green tea. Green tea doesn't give you quite the same boost that a coffee or an energy drink will give you. But I once had a functional medicine physician say to me that he really liked starting the day off with green tea and then switching to coffee. And ever since he told me this, I've done it because he said, if you picture a graph, if you have a cup of coffee or an energy drink, say you're drawing the line on the graph of the energy level, it'll spike right away and go straight up. And then it'll crash down. Just like I mentioned a couple minutes ago on the crash and burn effect that happens with coffee, any high amount of caffeine at one time, he said, but with tea, especially green tea, It's more like a slow, gradual slope that goes up over time. he said, so if you start out the day with green tea and it's already starting in the slow, gradual slope, and then your next cup is a cup of coffee. So you go down the graph a little bit and you get the spike. And then as the spike starts to come down into the crash part, you're already still getting the benefit from the increase curve of the green tea. Hopefully you can see that in your mind's eye. I wish we were visual today and I would draw it, but anyhow, same idea with energy drinks. If you know you're going on a long drive and you might need some extra energy, start with the green tea. You'll get the sustained slow slope of energy, then have your more intense caffeine after that. And that way you'll get your, your big boost. And as it starts to come down, this slow sustained energy from the green tea will keep your energy level more stable and you won't crash. So Anyway, green tea, amazing. Not only does it give you that slow, sustained increase of energy, but it also is loaded with antioxidants. It's anti-cancer. It's a superfood. It's anti-inflammation. It's anti-aging. Love it. Have it every day. It's amazing for you. Okay. Another one, coconut water. Sometimes we're tired because we're literally dehydrated. Coconut water is the best electrolyte drink you can get. It's better than any of the mixes. It's all natural, plain, pure coconut water. It will hydrate you immediately, replenish your electrolytes. It's low in calories, is really rich in minerals. It's a great post-workout drink or if you just need a boost in the day. Another great boost in the day are green drinks and you can do green juicing on your own. Or if you live near a juice bar, a green drink, not so much the fruity ones, those are super high sugar. So you're going to get a sugar spike and crash from those. But if you stick with the green drinks, the ones that are almost all vegetable based, you'll also get a boost in energy, but it won't be related to caffeine at all. Those are also loaded with phytonutrients, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, superfoods. that's a great alternative. And then sometimes, as I said, you're just dehydrated and thirsty. You feel tired, but when you get hydrated, your energy will pick back up. So a glass of filtered water with a pinch of Himalayan sea salt, that's like an electrolyte drink you make at home. And then if you squeeze some fruit, some citrus or some fruit into your drink, then you're also getting the benefits of the fruit, the antioxidants and the phytonutrients, But a little pinch of Himalayan sea salt or Celtic sea salt will give you between 82 and 84 minerals in addition to just the salt. So in addition to getting sodium chloride, you're getting all these other trace minerals as well. And that helps your electrolytes to balance a couple other things. There is, you know, there's kombucha, but I don't know if you've seen this mushroom elixir. It's from GT's Alive brand. That's the same brand that is a kombucha brand, but it's called GT's Alive Ancient Mushroom Elixir. Let me tell you something. I am loving these. I grew up loving (laughs) Coca-Cola, believe it or not. I wasn't allowed to have it very often, but if I ever had the choice, I was always having a Coca-Cola And even, this is really funny, when I was pregnant, I craved Coca-Cola and I was already a really healthy eater by then. But when I was pregnant, I did not want salads. I did not want vegetables. I hated coffee, but all I wanted was Coca-Cola. So I had to ration it. Anyhow, I don't drink Coca-Cola at all anymore. Not ever. But this GT's Alive Ancient Mushroom Elixir, they have a cola flavor. I love it. I don't drink a whole one at once. It only has five grams of sugar in a whole bottle, so that's, that's not bad. But what I do is I, I cut a bottle in a third or a half, and then I fill it up with homemade seltzer water and dilute it. But anyhow, that is very energizing. It only has a little bit of caffeine in it, but because it has those functional mushrooms, and if you're curious what those are, those adaptogenic mushrooms, go back to the podcast "Not Your Mama's Mushrooms" that I did a few weeks ago. It's awesome. But it talks about all the benefits of adaptogenic mushrooms. There are so many health benefits, but they're also energizing. And this elixir is delicious. So give that one a shot. Finally, I got two more things. One is chia water. Have you guys ever had chia drinks? There used to be a really popular chia drink. I forget the name of it. But it would have chia seeds in it and it would have some juice in it. But you can make your own at home and chia water is starting to gain popularity as an alternative to energy drinks, because it gives long-term sustained energy and you don't get the excess sugar and caffeine. And chia seeds are amazing for you. They're full of fiber, protein, and omega-3 fatty acids, and they help regularity. So how do you make chia water? Super simple. What you do is you take a tablespoon of chia seeds, a cup of water, or even better coconut water. You put some kind of fruit in it, like lemon, lime, orange, strawberry, watermelon, whatever you want. And if you want to sweeten it, you could use a little bit of local honey, pure maple syrup, or you could use some monk fruit or stevia and sweeten it to taste. And you could put a pinch of Himalayan sea salt or Celtic sea salt in there. Mix that all together. Stir it well so there's no clumping. Let it sit for about five minutes, then stir it again, and you are good to go. Not only is it full of nutrition and sustained energy, but it also helps to hydrate you big time. And this is so cool. Chia seeds can absorb up to 12 times their weight in water, which helps your hydration to last long throughout the day. And I mentioned they're so rich in nutrients and they're amazing for your intestinal health. So chia water, awesome. Then you just refrigerate for as long as you want to, 30 minutes or overnight. And then again, before you go to drink it, stir it or shake it. One last thing that I turn to sometimes when I need an energy boost, and I bet a lot of you are like, yeah, buddy, me too. A couple squares of dark chocolate, I recommend organic because it won't have the heavy metals and some of the junk in it that other chocolate has, but that can go a long way to boosting your energy too. So there are some amazing alternatives for you. No more Monster, no more Rockstar, no more Red Bull, no more five-hour energy or Celsius. If you want energy drinks, you have some amazing go-to energy drinks that you can feel good about, and then you have a ton of other options that will help you boost your energy for those days when you just need a little extra help. So I hope you loved today's episode and got a lot out of it. Share this with other people who you know would like to learn more about energy drinks or are looking for some alternatives. Thank you for your questions. Keep them coming. Have an awesome day. And until next time, stay pretty well.